0: So come on along with me and grab hold of yourself and get ready to step out, step up, and step into facing your fears, making your bold moves, and living life without apologies. Now let's get to the show. Hey, 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 welcome to another episode of Life Closet. I am so happy to have you here today with us, and it's kind of an interesting couple of days before something big that happens every year. It is two days, three days, something like that before National Coming out day. And I want to celebrate everybody who's come out, everybody who's thinking about coming out, everybody who's like, I'm not sure, but one of these days I'm gonna do it. We want to just celebrate you wherever you are in your journey. And no better way to celebrate that than with my friend Melissa da Silva. Let's see, how do I describe her? Um, fun. Um, we have a lot of laughs together when we get together, whether it's on a podcast or in the bowling alley, um, whether we're at podcast movement or we're sharing stuff about clients that we work with, not that we tell stories, never would we tell a story about a client, but, um, she's just a great, great gal. I love her. She has a super duper podcast that may be changing its name, so don't tie this to it, but it's chit chat with a queer coach and she's her own little late bloomer. So, Hey, welcome to the podcast, Melissa. We just
1: Thank you. It. I also like to say I'm a sassy delight.
0: Ooh. <laughs> okay. Well, well, well. I'm going to put my heels on, girl, and we're going to go out then. So that's how <laughs> we do this. Uh, anyway, well, I'm so glad to have you here. And here's a little inside scoop, folks. We just did this about, what, a week and a half, two weeks ago? For a week podcast. ago. Yeah, we could go. See, I'm older than her. So my my memory goes really quickly these days. But um, And we had a lot of fun and we thought, okay, for this one, since we're like swapping out, you know, hooking up on podcasts, we would do this one for National Coming Out Day. Let's start with how long have you been out, Melissa?
1: You know, the thing is, is I never had a, like an official coming out. Mm-hmm. It was more of a feeling that I've had all my life and not realizing what it was.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I didn't know like the feelings I was having towards Paula Abdul and that cold hearted sleeve video mm-hmm. meant something right. or, uh, um, you know, Joe from the facts of life had mm-hmm. a little something for her too. Mm-hmm. Um, where I grew up, I didn't realize that homosexuality was actually a thing that's been around. I thought it was a new fad.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: I never really knew that that's what I would identify as until, of course, I get into like college. Uh, College opens up your eyes to a lot of things when you come from a small area as myself. Um, And then that's when I was like, oh, that's what all that's been about. Um, You know, and I would go to strip clubs just to make out with girls. I mean, that was probably a clue right there and not even realizing it. Um, so I am married to a man, but he knows that I'm also attracted to women. Sometimes that blows people's minds, which is funny. Um, they think that if you identify identifies bi, you should be married to the same gender for some reason. I think that's interesting.
0: Really? <laughs> yes. Oh, that's interesting. Right? Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I thought I'd kind of been, I thought I was in the know about a lot of stuff, but that's a new one on me.
1: Yeah. I even had a, um, I had a meeting with a lawyer once who wanted to work with me and you know, I gave him my business card that has a little rainbow on it. And he's like, so you're uh what? And I was like, Oh, I identify as bisexual. And he's like, but you said you were married to a man. I was like, yep, we can be married to men too.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: And he never called me back. And I'm thinking, because he made a silly mistake, he doesn't want to work with me.
0: <laughs> His loss. His loss. Exactly.
1: His loss. Exactly.
0: But that's really oh wow. This is really this is really interesting because I've never I I mean I don't play in the bisexual world per se, but I do I've had some bisexual clients. Actually I have about I have two of them right now. Um, but that's never come up in the discussion. So Mm. yeah I wonder if that's a white okay <laughs> we're not going to go into race here, but I almost <laughs> went there. I wonder if that is a male thing like oh, it's a bisexual woman, she must be with a woman, and she occasionally wants a piece of penis, you know,
1: yeah, but the thing that's is I had an interview with um ninety day fiance's first one of fifty percent of the first same sex couple that's on mm-hmm. there, and the, she had said the same thing like she and her now ex girlfriend said, like, you know, what happens if we decide we want to date men? People are going to think we're fake bisexuals. Like,
0: <laughs> well, I hate to say it, and you already know this, you know, you bisexuals are just so confused. Just pick a lane, just pick a lane, Go, just get a lane. And I, I just want to be people, in both
1: lanes at one time.
0: <laughs> I know, you're lucky. You're lucky.
1: That's what I said. I can love anybody.
0: Well, you know, and okay. So I get my own, my own little bit of bashing around this too, because every once in a while they're like, oh, so you were married. Are you sure? Are you sure you're gay? I'm like, yes, I like dick. hmm But <laughs> <laughs> I don't put it out of the possibility that in, a, you know, the stars align a certain way, the perfect storm that I might have sex with a woman. I'm not saying it wouldn't happen, but I'm not saying I'm going out and looking for it. Mm -hmm. And of course, then that's when people take my gay card away from me. But I'm like, you know, whatever—that's your stuff, not mine. So, yeah, you know, I do think that
1: the B gets taken out of the LGBT quite often.
0: Very (laughs) often, because I think part of it comes from that space of, oh, okay, so you're lesbian. Oh, oh, so you're gay there is this middle ground too, folks
1: mm-hmm.
0: and yeah. it's okay. Kind of like, you know, with the whole transgender individual movement stuff, mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with their sexual orientation. This is, I know they just different. get lumped
1: in there too. Right.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, so it's fascinating, but it is an interesting space to play because I think a lot of people, a are more in that arena in those lanes than, probably gets quote talked about simply because they're gonna they've seen other people like well pick a lane pick a lane pick a lane and it doesn't yeah. necessarily fit and I hate to say this it doesn't necessarily fit even in our own lesbian and gay culture we're kind of like eh, yeah okay not me I I, I yeah. love my bisexual friends but it's like Really? Why are we the, why are we this queer community? That's like, please accept, please accept, but Oh, except the buys. No, mm-hmm. You don't fit. Yeah, It's just, yeah, I'm sure you've heard that too.
1: Yeah. And like, I haven't had that big coming out story. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my mom may have thought it when she, I was going to the strip clubs. Well, she also thought I was dancing, too. That was the other part. <laughs> but I told her no, I wasn't well,
0: dancing. Well, <laughs> you got to get through college somehow. Hello. Exactly. <laughs> and, and I think she's one of my I, podcasts. I'm a, I'm a huge advocate. Like, hey, okay, maybe that's because, well, there's Rick has a little secret, too. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you just got to like, let people do their thing. And however you get to make money, as long as it's working for you, then it works for you. So.
1: Yeah. I didn't make any money making out with girls though.
0: <laughs> well, you should have because you're fun and and they should have been paying you. Like you want these, you got to pay it for them. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> so. This is interesting only because I I have several bisexual friends, but I remember I was sitting on a P flag panel once speaking and the mother who was like the advocate, you know, on the panel. So we always had a gay person, a lesbian person, an advocate. And interestingly enough, we always had, you know, a transgender, but we never had the bisexual representation. Surprise, Mm -hmm. surprise. Right. And her and I had done panels several times. And finally, we were taking a break because we were doing a panel twice at this one college and we we're taking a break. And she says, I think I wanna talk about something. I'm like, okay. I thought it was about her kid, right? Well, I just, I'm gonna talk about it and then I'm gonna need your support after this next panel. I'm like, okay. And in the midst of the next panel, she says, so not only am I an ally, but um, I have a girlfriend. <laughs> I was like, whoa, oh, my God, not (laughs) an awesome panel. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I was like, "Okay, so you just like threw me this loop, like, no wonder you want to talk to me afterwards. And so she went she went full tilt. She's like, so, yeah, I got a girlfriend and I have a husband and we have this relationship and neither one of them want to have anything to do with each other. And if they did, I wouldn't allow it. I'm like, well, hmm, that's kind of interesting right there. <laughs> so let's go deeper into that one. Um, but yeah, it was like, wow. And I, and I was like, kudos, kudos to her. I'm like, this is, you know, now our panel just got really, really juicy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? But even then it was so interesting because so many people afterwards, so many students were like, Hmm, not sure how I feel about the bisexual on the panel. And I was like, really? Oh you're my young. God. You're like the generation of like, almost like the free love all over again, but you're still trying to figure out how, what that looks like for you. But yeah, it was kind of interesting. Like they were like, not sure how to handle that.
1: Interesting. Thought,
0: yeah. Wow. And maybe it was wow. because she talked a lot about, yeah, you know, so there's the separate bedroom for the girlfriend and she only stays with us like four days a week because she's taking care of her mother And, you know, so when it's bedtime, sometimes I decide I'm going to sleep with her. Sometimes I decide I'm going to sleep with him and da, 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 da. And we all get along together. And maybe it was just too much for a young mind to handle, so to speak, even though I would have been like, hey, if that would have happened when I was a young, I'm like, oh, cool. That that helps me answer some questions, you know?
1: Yeah. uh, Yeah. That's interesting. So they're in like a whole polyamorous type of relationship. Yes,
0: exactly. Wow. (laughs) Which... I think that's a good place to kind of go here because then that's a whole other thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and polyamory is such a interesting space at this point. I think there's a lot of people who are again, playing in that world, mm-hmm. but they don't necessarily quote, come out to talk about it. Like, Oh, I'm gay or I'm lesbian or bi. It's like, Hey, th- this is just happening and we're just kind of doing our thing. Right. Well, so Will
1: and Jada Pinkett Smith just kind of came out about their open marriage. So mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It might be more spoken about now.
0: (laughs) It always takes Hollywood, doesn't it? It does. It really (laughs) does. You know, I was listening to the news the other night and Tom Hanks was talking about his COVID experience. I'm like, you go, boy, because he's like, "Mm, yeah, the mask thing. Y'all need to get a grip. And I'm like, okay, there we go. Hollywood has now put their stamp of approval on something once again. But it is really kind of cool to hear these, you know, mainstream, well, Mainstream Hollywood types come out and finally say stuff about things because Mm -hmm. it helps those of us who are willing to be woke. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, yeah, this isn't as different. I'm not as different. I'm not as weird. I'm not as unusual. And um, I'm sure you've dealt with that a lot because that little bisexual lane is like, oh, you're just weird. Just Mm -hmm. kind of strange.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: the thing that's been hardest for you
1: people believing it. Especially long term friends. Because I never had like this coming out be like, hey, right. by the way, <laughs> as we're eating our pizza. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just me. I don't feel like I need to, you know, announce it. It's like, I'm married. We're isn't in a monogamous relationship.
0: Yeah, but isn't that interesting though? Wouldn't it be nice if we didn't have to announce any of this?
1: Exactly. Exactly. Like, okay,
0: that's just what we are. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. I had a client. Uh, and I think I've talked about this a couple of times on the podcast, but I think it's poignant to talk about it, especially right around national coming out day who he came to do the work with me. And when he came for his first session, he goes, so, I'm not out. I'm like, well, (laughs) yes, duh. that's why we're doing this work. (laughs) And he goes, and I'm divorced. And of course, you know, my little like assumptive head, even as a coach, there's those moments that I have make those assumptions like, Oh, okay. So we know why you're divorced. And he goes, and I didn't get divorced because I was gay. I'm like, Oh, he goes, in fact, I got divorced because the marriage wasn't really working. And a couple of years later I met this guy and some things happened and so I'm here because I, I found your book and I just want to start working on some stuff. And he goes, I don't really consider myself gay. I don't really consider myself bi. I just happen to be dating a guy. And I was hmm. just like, I love this. Mm-hmm. Because it was such an interesting space to finally go, this is what people can do when they're open and woke and They can just say, yeah, I'm dating a guy. Mm -hmm. There is no, I'm gay, I'm bi. There's just, this is what I'm doing.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And how wonderful would it be to like, be able to be in the world in that way? Like everywhere.
1: Mm -hmm. It's interesting. I feel like as more we come into age too, we become more comfortable with who we are. I know that's my experience, Where after a while, you're like, I don't give a shit what people really think.
0: Girl, I'm I'm 57. I do not give a No, and it's so freeing. Yeah,
1: Yeah, it's so freeing. And I said, you know, if my husband passes before me, who knows? Maybe I'll be married to a woman, Mm. you know? And they don't tell you that women's libido increases as we get older. Right. And men's tend to decrease. Nature's a terrible don't bitch. Tell,
0: don't tell the men that. All the men will be freaking out if they don't know. I know. Like, Hello, wake up, men. Hello.
1: And so it's interesting. Like, so if we're in this part of our life, does that mean they that don't get any as much as I want? Right.
0: You know, it's interesting because a fellow podcaster, I don't know if you know her, Virginia Campbell, did you ever meet her? Great mm-hmm. rainbows. So mm-hmm. her and I met at Podcast Movement, i trying to remember, maybe it was Chicago, maybe. I think it was Chicago. Uh, and she's a doctor, and she's in her 60s, late mid to late 60s, I, I should know, because I just was on her podcast, or she was on my podcast after I was on her podcast. And um, after her husband passed away, she came out. And she goes, I kind of can't say that it was always there, but kind of it was, but it wasn't so prevalent. And then she goes like, you know, Hey, I, yeah, here I am in my sixties. I'm a lesbian. And mm. it's just so amazing to see people step into this at whatever age, but she's in the same way that you and I are. It's like, I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't care. You don't like yep. it. That's on you, not on me. You know, yeah, and I think for those listening who may be to this stage of like, okay, I think Melissa and I are both going to say just because it's National Coming Out Day doesn't mean you're like, okay, this is the only day of the year I get to do this. You can do this whenever you want, it's your journey, but uh, it's always interesting to be at this mm-hmm. day and to talk about it is your journey, mm. there is no magic moment so to speak except the moment that it happens mm-hmm. so for you I mean you like you said you didn't really have a coming out <laughs> like okay here we are yeah but it just kind of naturally sh- kind of flowed into your life is what it sounds
1: yeah like. yeah I like boobs
0: <laughs> like- well, hello holla <laughs> <laughs> I mean I like men but I like men boobs and I actually yeah. I like <laughs> women's boobs too I mean <laughs> I'm not opposed to titties anywhere I see them, so you know. Yeah,
1: they're fun. (laughs) Yeah,
0: but I think it is interesting to put this forward that it's your journey; you own it,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and don't let anybody else tell you how to do the journey.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. There's no,
0: there's no. Well, there's no real handbook in life, but there's really no handbook in coming out, regardless of whether you're gay, bi, trans, whatever it might be. And to own the power of it's yours to do your way. Mm-hmm. Otherwise you end up in another closet. Yeah.
1: Completely and I
0: different.
1: think that's come along with aging too. Like how we're supposed to age too. Like society tells us how. And one of the things I have well, found. Except,
0: except you and I, we're not aging.
1: Oh God, no. You know what? Because I take testosterone.
0: Oh, well, Good for you, girl. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And, but there that's a thing that like nobody told me. That's something that I could do. And it changed my whole life, wow. and because you know the FDA hasn't approved it, it's on—it's a black label type of thing. But a doctor does give it to well, me.
0: You know why it's that way? Because if men knew that women were doing that, oh my God, the women are going to take over the world, for God's sake! So there, exactly.
1: But of course, when I told my husband I was going to do it, you know, he was like, "Oh, that's just weird. You're going to start growing facial hair." <laughs>
0: Yes, I've I, I met Melissa, the bearded woman, many times. Yes. But I think we were both drunk in a bowling alley or something like that. Yes. I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure the beard was actually there, but anyway. <laughs> so, this is interesting. So, okay, so, since you went there, so what is the benefit?
1: Um, Increased libido, which is always a nice one, which, again, falls into that. Like, if mine's increasing and his is decreasing, i got to find myself a girlfriend. Yeah. But yeah. clarity you know, you're not so fatigued, you're able to build muscle, it's good for building muscle as you're aging as a female. Um, It's just my whole life and energy like brightened up. It just Mm -hmm. seemed to like bring me out of this darkness, this clouded darkness I was in for so long, and so long being in doctor's offices saying like, what's wrong with me? Why don't I want to be intimate with my husband? And it's just like, sorry, that's just the way it is. But then to find out I was low on testosterone, that's why, but we don't tell women that often. Mm-hmm. And
0: oh, no, men tell, too. Yeah. Men too. I mean, I took testosterone shots for a while and I don't think it was, it, well, it was kind of for that, but there was, I think there was some stuff tied to weight and stuff like that. And I know it did, it, it did. It helped my mood depression and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It helped a lot. Um, but now that you've said that, I think I'm going to have a talk with my doctor and go, hmm, can we revisit this? Because I think some other stuff needs to happen here. Not sex drive or anything, but just like, hmm, Yeah. I think I need to go explore what it might do for my weight that I can't get off and all this other stuff. Because my energy level hits like mid-afternoon and not because I've eaten. It's like, oh, man, every day it's like, boom, I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. we're crawling to the end of the day. You know, it's like, let's just let go. But um, Yeah. So what's something that you have found is the most, I guess I'm gonna say invigorating in your life now that you've opened this doorway to like this other facet of yourself that's like what has it done for you personally?
1: That there's no limitation to anything. Like if you want something, you can do it. It might not be the way you think it's supposed to be or what other people think it's supposed to be, but you can do it. And that just every day that just keeps pushing me forward knowing that I still have a whole another half of my life to live yep. you know it's just unbelievable I, I just I've had like the best part of my life in the past like five years hmm. it's anything's yeah. possible right now
0: you know it's been interesting because I remember the very first time we met and then over the years you know we follow each other and it's like there have been times I'm like, wow, she's just like really lit up. And I didn't, okay, so I'm being honest. I didn't know. I mean, I kind of knew there was some sexuality thing with Melissa, but I don't think we ever really talked about it. I kind of made the assumption you were a lesbian. And then last week when we were doing her podcast, she talked about husband and being with a man. I'm like, (laughs) okay, I'm really confused, but I'm going to go with this. Then she's bisexual. But I think you're right. It's this interesting thing that when we step into where we are, there's like you know, everybody talks about the happiness stuff and all this. It's like the coolest drug to just be mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah. Just go there. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think enough people allow themselves that space.
1: And to be able to be a role model for other people too. Right. You know, cause I have younger people who work for me and just being able to show up as my true authentic self allows them to be themselves yeah. and be open with who they are. Mm-hmm. And that's been beautiful to watch too.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's interesting too, to see how being yourself can make other people so uncomfortable. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> like they don't know what to do with that. And like, bitch. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but yet I also find that is such a, it's a beautiful doorway at times to like, walk somebody into that world of yours when they're least expecting it. And then they suddenly loosen up and they walk in with you, not like to have sex, <laughs> but mm-hmm. it's like, they've there's almost like this, Oh, okay. It's safe to go here. Whatever that here for them might be. I mean, mm-hmm. I, was, I was coaching somebody last night and I just kind of came out of my mouth. Like, well, you know, when I, when I was speaking, you know, at a pride event, da da, da, da and usually I, you know, me, I don't hold it back. It's like, this mm-hmm. is who I am. I don't like, Hey, rainbow flag, but I'm like, I, I talk about my life, just like anybody else would talk about their life. Right. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the call, this person that is was kind of like, Hmm, don't think we're on the same page. Oh <laughs> my God. We were talking about everything, but it was like my little doorway opening gave him that opening to like start to talk about things. And we're definitely mm-hmm. not, we're definitely not on the same page in certain things, like mm-hmm. something that's sitting in a certain building in Washington, DC. But yeah. um it it was just interesting to see how, as you said, Melissa, when we open uh, the doorway to ourselves and we can be that model or that mentor, even in just living our lives, It doesn't have to be the coaching or the therapy or anything like that. It's amazing to see what happens for other people. Yeah. And I think that's part of the reason national coming out day can be such a strong influence Mm -hmm. when we get to celebrate it and we get to talk about it and we get to explain why some people think, Oh, it's ridiculous. I didn't come out as a heterosexual. No, you didn't have to do anything. You just, (laughs) yes.
1: You're it's just not an
0: assumption. Yeah, yeah, you just kind of came out of mom's little, you know, vagina and boom, heterosexual, there you are. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, kind of yes, but <laughs> it is really interesting. So in your world as you coach and, and therapy and all that sort of stuff, when you have the person that is the and since we're on the bisexual, I'm always curious because I have my experience to some degree with this. What is the thing you feel like the bisexual struggle with the most?
1: Accepting who they are and feeling like they're going to have to take a lane or -hmm. feel that people are going to force them to take a lane and say that you're faking it. Especially for the younger generation too, I think, get judged of like, oh, you know, this is just a phase. You're faking it. This is something that everybody's doing. But what happens if like we all just live in our truth and we find out like maybe 50% of the population actually identifies as bisexual. If we just, you know, be honest with ourselves and you know, who we love, it'd be interesting.
0: Yes. All you men that go to the gyms and you sit in the saunas and the steam rooms and you want your dicks played (laughs) with by another guy, you're bisexual. Okay. (laughs) Let's call it what it is guys. And I know that's scary. I know that's really scary, but
1: I always tell my husband, he identifies as straight, but I said, you know, you can have sex with Tom Brady if, if you really want to. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. We just don't need to label you.
0: Yeah, we don't need to label <laughs> And I think that's, that's a key element, too, of this, the national coming out day. Yes, suddenly you come out and you say, I'm gay or I'm bi or I'm lesbian or trans or, you know, questioning or, you know, whatever all the labels are we have at this point. I'd rather just say you're coming out on national coming out day to be you. I'm Mm -hmm. just being me. Yeah. And that's what it is. Plain and simple. Mm -hmm. I know there's a lot of stuff that comes along with that, but I think in my experience, when people give themselves permission to be themselves, there's a courage and a confidence that also suddenly shows up Mm -hmm. to combat the scariness Yeah, And to me, that's when true power is your ally. Mm -hmm. And too often we have that taken away and we're not taught how to do this stuff.
1: No, no. Mm -hmm. And that's where I think we come in is like being able to help people with like, all right, let's, let's do this.
0: And not that I want to bash, you know, team sports or anything, but there is this interesting thing that I've noticed that, we all get groomed to like, okay, be the team, be the team player, play by, by the rules, which has its place. Mm-hmm. But I think too often we get so programmed into that, that, okay, I'm just supposed to show up this way. This is how I'm supposed to show up. And suddenly we become numb to, okay, who, who am I? Yeah. What am I? And for those of you listening, if you're in that numbness, that's probably your sign. It's time to start talking about this. Mm-hmm. Because if you're feeling so numb and so disconnected, and you don't know who you are, and we've been there, I know mm-hmm. both Melissa and I have been there, because we're both late bloomers. We didn't do this out the womb either, so I mean, we yeah. were it out the womb, but <laughs> it, would, it just took a little more seasoning in the egg before the chicken had to figure itself out. But um, <laughs> I I feel like for most people, it is that moment of wow, I'm really fucking disconnected. I need to figure something out. That's your first sign.
1: And I think that can come into play, whether it's gender or sexuality or your place in business. You know, I was so uh, nervous about taking my role as a leader because I always had this assumption that I was stupid. Mm-hmm. And once I realized, like, I'm not the typical intelligent person like they say you are in school, I was okay. Okay. Like I'm just a creative genius. That's how I describe myself. Yep. And once I figured out that, it's just like the doors were open for me. Like I could just step into who I am and be happy with the quirky, weird person that I am. And I get shit done.
0: <laughs> Make your quirk work. That's my, yes, motto. whatever <laughs> it is. And uh, the interesting piece of that, that I, uh, I know you and I have both witnessed this in our own lives. And even with working with clients is this coming out thing. It's only the beginning. Mm-hmm. It isn't just going to be about your sexuality suddenly. And, and so Melissa and I are both like raising our hands, entrepreneurs. I never would have thought I would have done my own thing. Mm-hmm. Never would have thought it, but my coming out empowered me. Yeah. To finally go, wow. Okay, gonna do this too. Mm-hmm. And it was a whole nother coming out journey. Like, I am coming out, I'm walking away from corporate life, I am doing this, I'm going to struggle, <laughs> I'm going to figure stuff out. And there isn't one person that I have worked with to date, and this is not an exaggeration, that their coming out did not lead to some other coming out in their life. Whether it was losing mm-hmm. weight, whether it was finding a new job, whether it was moving to someplace they always said they wanted to move, whether it was selling everything to go travel the world, there's another coming out journey that's right on the heels of the one that you're about to go through. And yeah. Me, that's the bonus. Mm-hmm. You do this once and you learn how to come out of things over and over and over again.
1: Yeah. And so freeing. It's absolutely freeing.
0: And just is going to the away. titty bar and watching titties fly all around, right? That's
1: right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, so before we wrap up here, Melissa, what's something that you would like to wish everybody who is in this, you know, we're just a couple of days away from National Coming Out Day, but what's something you'd love to wish for them as they kind of head towards that day or whatever day that it comes for them to finally take their big step?
1: My wish is for them to be able to step into their authentic self, you know, as easily allowing yourself to just be who you are, Mm. you know, just allow it to happen.
0: I would wish something similar, but I would wish that once you allow it to happen, that you consistently stand in that power Mm. and just let it continue to guide you and guide you and guide you. For whatever time you need okay so we're done we've solved the world's problems for this year's national coming out day if you want to get in touch with melissa which i highly recommend um we'll have all the details for her what's your website where can people
1: melissa da silva.com
0: yes and what's your podcast podcast
1: currently it's chit chat with a queer coach
0: currently Currently. And by the time this error it may have changed. So we're just letting you know. We recorded this early. By then, it might be something else. But we'll have the most current one, regardless of what it is. And um, yes, and um, I, Melissa's got this really fun T-shirt on, but she keeps moving around. I can't see the <laughs> whole thing. So. Oh, it's <laughs> if I- I'm a fucking uh, delight. I love it. But it's not really <laughs> a fucking, right? It's a fuck X king, right?
1: Yes. yes. I actually designed this t-shirt.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love. It. And if you want to buy a t-shirt, get them today. We'll give you a free one if you buy five or more. So no, I'm kidding. Yes. Nobody take that seriously. But, that um, is
1: my uh, my side hustle is the the apparel business
0: <laughs> you know i think you need to make some masks for with the same thing on them you know
1: yes uh, i'm a foxing delight <laughs> yes,
0: i think we okay if she starts selling those i do get a cut of that so
1: yes. we'll of
0: so anyway well so fun to have you here as usual everybody go out be yourselves and if you decide this is your year to come out on national coming out day. We are behind you. We're here with you. We're sending you positive, positive, positive vibes. And we want you to just be yourself no matter what that looks like. So take care, everyone. And thanks for joining us once again on Life Uncloseted. Hey, 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 Life Uncloseted family. Another episode of Life Uncloseted has come to an end and it is time for all of us